Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we are back. This is the WFNY Brownscast, uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. I'm your host, uh, Joe Gilbert. Uh, I'm get, once again uh, our final preview show of the of the year, unless the unless the NFL playoffs go to nine teams or whatever. Um, everyone goes to the playoffs. Right, everyone goes to the playoffs. David uh, <laughs> Zach, how are we doing? Pretty good. Um, only got only got around another week of this, so yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Um, yeah, before we get into everything, um, this is uh, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Underdog Fantasy, uh, for first-time depositors, enter in the code WFMY at checkout, and you, uh, Underdog will match your deposit up to $100. Uh, it's a great platform for uh, anyone tired of the DFS salary system. There's great game types, uh, drafts every night, and any, for every sport. Um, so don't forget to use WFNY at checkout to get your first deposit matched up to a hundred dollars as underdog fantasy. Um, so, uh, before we kind of kick off to the Browns news, uh, kind of hard not to talk about if we're talking about NFL football, um, got to talk about, uh, what happened in Buffalo on Monday night, Cincinnati. um, Cincinnati. Yeah. In Cincinnati for Buffalo. Um, Jamar um, Hamlin. Uh, having Hamlin having a, a heart attack or a heart heart situation. Uh, they haven't really went out and said what the official name of it was, but um, any kind of thoughts on just what what we witnessed and uh, uh, yeah, uh, what we witnessed. It's kind I of- mean, that was that was a tough night to be not only a football fan, tough night to be someone who watches sports in general. Uh, that's not something you see a whole lot of. Um, it's not something you want to see. Um, it It's not something that football fans have really seen to that extent at any point in the last However many years, I know. I know someone brought up that you know there has been a death on an NFL field before um, a Lions player, I believe, in the '80s. But uh, this was such a. This probably was going to be the most watched NFL game of the year. I'm sure that many people were watching it to start, and you're less than. What 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 was there like eight minutes or something to go in the in the first quarter when that All happened, right. and so what turned in what went from what was going to be the probably the NFL's biggest night of the regular season turned into just fear. Yeah, it, it was, and there's not a lot of people who can probably relate to it, but I watch. NASCAR pretty regularly. Um, Monday night, I felt feelings that I hadn't felt since the Daytona 500 in 2020. And those were not feelings I ever wanted to feel again. So it's tough. I'm glad that we've gotten to the point where where we are now, where we know that he's at least like awake and alert and seems to still have his full mental capabilities. Yep. Even if he never has his full physical capabilities again, he yep. can still carry on life. Yeah. 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 It, it was, it was scary, man. It was, um, you kind of like, especially in my lifetime, like, uh, what Dale Earnhardt or not Dale. Yeah. Dale Earnhardt. Yeah. yeah. Dale Earnhardt. Um, that was like the only kind of, Person like high, a, high profile a, death, in right? Sporting yeah, event in this country. Obviously, back in the day when um, I forget the college player or uh, collapsed on the court, um, 
Uh, and there was Len Bias, who yeah, Len Bias. That's what I was. Yeah, he didn't. Of. I don't think he died during gameplay, though. I think he he died at a post draft party. So, oh yeah, that I'm thinking of the um, there's someone who collapsed on the on the court, um, but it was quite a while ago. But it's just something that you just don't. You it's something see. you can't erase from your memory. Right. Yeah. Like this is good, definitely going to be a, like a a game and a day that you kind of never forget. Um, yeah. Especially when it's like on national TV. Like I I was watching I was watching the Cavs that day, and I'm on social media. I'm on Twitter and. You just hear all this stuff, and like you, you have to switch over to it. It's it's one of those kind of where were you kind of you got to turn the channel to see what's going on situations. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. was I was in the other boat. I was watching the football game. Yeah, when it happened, and you know, once the they say the football game is not going to continue, like I had the opportunity to switch over to the Cavs and watch. Like that was the night Donovan Mitchell went nuts. Yeah, and, and like, but I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't have been able to be in the right headspace to shift gears and watch normal sports at that point. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, scary stuff, and, and it's great that man. It just seems like uh, <clears throat> he's got some miraculous recovery already. Um, yeah. And Let's the one see. thing, the one thing that I will say, I think, really should be commended. Once we kind of get away from, once we kind of pull back from all the the recency, but the re- recency of it, the way that ESPN handled it, the way that they went about their coverage at the, at, at the game with the studio crew in the booth, and then obviously Scott Van, Van Pelt is incredible in his own yeah. right, but the way that he and Ryan Clark handled that whole two-hour segment immediately following the game. Like, there was maybe two commercials in that entire thing. Right. The way that they just kind of talked it out. And they didn't try to report anything that wasn't true. They just, they talked about it. And, like, that was, that. I think that was what everyone needed at that point. Yep, yep. And those are the situations that you get paid for. (laughs) Like, those kind of... Like Scott Van Pelt, and he was. I, I still remember Scott Van Pelt during the um, during the uh, the lockdowns during COVID. Like he yeah. he was he was kind of the voice of uh, sports during that time because there's yeah. nothing going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. It was. It was impressive by ESPN, and uh, it just uh, it's just really cool. Um, it was really great to see that. Uh, just how great the NFL is at, at kind of handling this situation. Because if he was in any other kind of, if he was in college or high school, I, it's kind of scary what what could have been. But well, I mean, you see stories like this once every few years out of high school where a kid collapses and dies, right? And that a lot of that's probably due to the lack of medical attention that they're able to provide at high schools, which. Is it's a problem in its own right, but you know, not every high school is going to be able to afford that kind of medical staff. Or, I think, I think most football games are required to have an AED on site now, just in case. But, um, just the the medical attention that they he was administered right away, yeah. being revived once on the field, and then once when they got him to the hospital, like <clears throat> it's just Crazy. it's not something you want to hear talk about in the NFL. No, no, no. No, I, I, I mean, you never want to talk about ACLs or concussions either. But I think you no. take that a hundred times out of a hundred over a guy almost died on this field tonight. Yeah, that's what uh, a lot of the players I've I've been seeing kind of talk about it on ESPN and other places. Um, they they sign up for these kind of injuries, these um, ACLs and stuff like that, but <laughs> they don't sign up for not getting off the field. They don't, they don't sign up to watch their teammate have to be resuscitated right. on the field. Right. Yeah. Like that's, so, that's, that's beyond, that's yeah. beyond any contract. That's like beyond, yeah. to, to quickly bring up the Skip Bayless tweet that said like, or no, it oh, wasn't God. Skip Bayless. Someone else tweeted it. 
some other asshole tweeted that it's under their contract to keep playing. Like you have to play this. No. Like, no, dude, this, they're watching one of their teammates <laughs> potentially die on the field. Right. Shut the hell yeah. up and yeah. go crawl in a hole. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's great to see that he's uh, getting better and uh, that yeah. his family wants them and he wants them to play. So uh, we'll see how they kind of be interesting to see how they kind of get out of it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of play uh, i think league league wide it's going to be very interesting to see how the players kind of mentally cope with this this weekend yeah because they're still all human they're not robots right i mean justin tucker might be a robot but um (laughs) they're all human like we don't know how they're going to mentally respond to this like and there's nothing there's nothing that they're going to be able to do in terms of oh well i'm just not going to play as hard because He this happened to him standing up after a, a pretty routine tackle. Yeah, like that's the, yeah, that's the scary part about it. It wasn't even like a bat. I've seen no. three million worse hits. No, I mean I've we 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 watched what happened to Ryan Shazier. Um, I mean even even for the Browns, I mean you the the hits that Muhammad Massaqua took and Josh Cribbs took in the same game, like. 15 yeah. years ago. Oh God. Um, that, one. that was, that was rough, but you know, those guys walked off once when, when they came back from commercial and they, they showed the wide angle of the stadium of the players surrounding him, you knew it wasn't good. And then it turned into an hour of the same shot. So yep. Yep. To, to see how the league responds is going to be interesting. Not the, the league itself, but the players in the league. And then to see particularly how the Bengals and the Bills respond, yeah. given that they saw it, yeah. how are they going to be, how are they going to be, like, if they came out and played, for lack of a better phrase, haunted this weekend, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing you can, that prepares you for seeing that. These aren't, these aren't war veterans. These are football players. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, kind of going off of uh, a little kind of change in direction, but uh, going off of that, um, it's going to be interesting, yeah, as you said, uh, how the NFL reacts just in terms of uh, playoff seeding and like the, it just in, like not to be crass or anything, but like just the, the timing of it has kind of put them in a weird position, I'll say. Yeah, because um, if this happens earlier in the season, they have the, plenty of time to make it up. There's a right? chance to find a way, week to make it up, move yeah, buys we, around, we've do seen, all that stuff. And, and we've seen we've seen teams we've seen it in the in the COVID years where they're playing on yeah. Wednesdays, so like they yeah, they can figure it out. But like you're you're one week away from the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, and this this game was going to potentially determine who gets a buy. Like, right? Like yeah. this wasn't a this wasn't a no a nothing game. This was one of the most important games of the season, and, yeah. and it's going to go I, down as a no contest, right? Which it's is be I think the no official contest. league stance now. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting to see what they kind of do and how to do tiebreakers and all that. It's probably going to be winning percentages, I would assume, um, for seeding. Um, they did bring up eight an eighth team, which I, I, I'm not sure about. That'll be a weird. I feel like you would have had to made that announcement by now because you're right. you're going into that's, the final week of the season, and right, that's like a big like. There's teams that are like out of it that are not probably going to play people, like Washington. They're playing their backup backup quarter, their third yeah. quarterback. You, you got to see what you have out of Sam Howell, I guess. Right. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see. I would assume they would announce it by tomorrow at the latest, but yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah. Um, so we get to week 18 here. Um, the Browns are uh, dead. In their Even season. with eight teams, they are dead. <laughs> I know they are dead. Yes. I know. I know we all kind of raised our eyebrows when, uh, when that report came out and they're like, Oh, is there a chance? <laughs> like, wait, no, about, no, they have no tiebreakers. Like, they lost those right. games. Then you like, think about it. Like, uh, there's like four teams still in front of you. So if they'd um, have won the games, what's funny is if they'd have won the game, not only if they'd have won the games you the Jets against game? the, if you win the Jets game, you're eight and eight and you're probably tied with a bunch of those teams you lost to. 
yeah. if you win the Chargers game on top of that, <laughs> yeah, you're it's nine like, and seven and ahead of everyone likely, that's fighting for that last playoff spot. Like we've been saying it the past couple weeks, it just comes back to the Jets game. <laughs> yeah, it comes like it, like that's the game you should easily win. Uh, the Chargers did as much to lose that game as the Browns did. Uh, the yeah. Browns just lost it. Um, so like yeah. you're you, you've made your bed. Don't lose ten games. That's basically where the Browns are at. Um, yeah. The and I know we're gonna get to it. So this feels like a good place to transition into it. The quotes coming out of the locker room today kind of feel oh very much like a dead team. Um, yeah, which is interesting because they were a dead team last week and they still played. They st- they played a team that was still alive and they beat them badly. So like, right. You would like, think of it would come after like the loss, but like, yeah, I think now now they're staring at the end of another season and like, yeah. I think I mean given Joe Woods' comments today, it uh, it definitely seems like he's out. Um, in one sense, I kind of feel bad for him because his, his comments to the media today were, I mean, they were very human bad? in a sense. They were very human bad? in a sense, like he. He knows what's about to happen, and yeah, there's nothing he can do about it except for move on. Yeah, um, he, he much like the Browns, he made his bed, and right now That's he's got. I don't really feel sorry. I like these guys are getting highly paid, so I, I and he'll find a job somewhere as an assistant. Oh yeah, I mean he'll he'll be fine in the long yeah, run. I don't really feel bad for him. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, so as you pointed out, uh, Clowney came out, uh, actually the quotes came out kind of today, um, <laughs> 20 minutes uh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> kind of alluding to the, um, situation that's been happening on defense. Um, yeah, it's been pretty quiet. I would say this season, um, there's been like, like early in the season, there would be like these kind of offhanded like communication still a problem and stuff like that but it never got to like the coaches almost it, it's uh, this is the first week where it's like <laughs> like like this is right on the on the coaches um as uh as Cloudy said um he was it, it was the Baltimore game where they were preparing um for him to be on one side of the line and then they like just changed up on him on game day um, and then yeah. he didn't want to play. <laughs> so he, he um, which I didn't know. <laughs> it's funny. I, it's, like going back to that game, like I didn't really, because they won, but, and I think it was because Deshaun Watson was playing in the game. So, you know, a lot of things can be um, overshadowed. But Yeah, like, and it sounded like the defense played particularly well. The Ravens just score. refused to score points. Right. And he didn't really, he didn't really notice that, oh, Clowney didn't get. <laughs> full snaps or wasn't out there as much as he usually is. So, um, yeah. And then, uh, he, he just kind of pointed out that, uh, he probably won't be back unless, uh, unless there's a shakeup, which he kind of pointed out, like there's rumors that there is a shakeup. Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe he'll there, be there's back. been, there's <laughs> been too much smoke for that in the last yeah. little bit. Um, yeah, we already are getting lists of candidates. Like I've seen, I've seen two or three uh, Cleveland and national reporters kind of report out lists of defense coordinators already. So, like I yeah. think we're, I think we're down the line already. Yeah, I think, I think that that I mean the, the Joe Wood ship has sailed. Uh, when when did we pronounce it dead this year? Was it the Patriots game? Uh, well, I think I we think officially so. called it the Patriots game. Like when when did they they had like a good stretch like they had two games in a row that was really good and then or not really good but better and then just like collapsed again I think it was I think I think you were right it was like the Patriots game where they yeah just like, well I mean they didn't play well against the Chargers but they played well enough to win um, I think no it was I mean if you want to go to two two straight decent games followed by a what the hell just happened it was Ravens Bengals into Dolphins Dolphins yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. Dolphins game, I think we probably called it. I mean, it probably yeah. should have been called against the Patriots when you get lit up by Bailey Zappi. But, right. um, yeah. Yeah. 
Sort of like when you get lit up by like Duck Hodges and shit. And yeah, stuff like that. So. But you look back on it, and then after the Bills game, they go out and beat the Bucks, and then they scored three touchdowns against the Texans. And yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like the the defense is too up and down, too inconsistent. Um, that's the, that's the big problem. Yeah, they like they have. It's pretty clear that they have some talent. They just don't utilize it right. So like. Yeah. I don't think Joe Woods really has much of a leg to stand on anymore. <clears throat> I think no. we gave him we gave him a chance at the end of last season because you know the defense played pretty well down the stretch. Um, like I wouldn't have argued for his firing, but I wouldn't have argued for him to stay either last year. Right. Right. Because um, they had a really good stretch at the end of the season. They yeah. just they they lost sixteen fourteen to Vegas. Because they had Nick Mullins play quarterback, they had <laughs> right. Baker Mayfield throw four picks in Green Bay. They they lost to Pittsburgh, like sixteen ten the, Baltimore, uh, like right. those that stretch the from Baltimore one through Pittsburgh on January third. The defense didn't lose any of those games. The offense did, right? It, so. It's gonna, it's kind of interesting that we, as we look back in the, like the last couple of games, like who would be faced and the weather conditions, like the defense yeah. has been definitely aided. <laughs> I think the, the, the Buffalo game was kind of the biggest surprise because they, they played pretty well against Josh Allen. But that was when Josh Allen and the, and Buffalo was kind of, kind of struggling a little bit. So it, it's just one of those things. Uh, where they, I think they're they're performing better, but like you got to kind of look at the 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 outside stuff. Like they're getting aided by quite a bit of stuff here, um, and it just goes back to the the consistency that they, they haven't been consistent all throughout his career, uh, his tenure here. No, um, and you know the, the issues with the run defense, like crap. <laughs> The issues with the run defense aren't necessarily his fault. I mean, yes, a lot of it is scheme, but as we've gone down the towards the end of the season, like they don't have anyone left to play the middle of the field. <laughs> when right. you're starting yeah. Grant Delpit at linebacker, you're down real bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so, like, he's not done anything to save his job. He's done more to hurt his job, but there's also things that are out of his control. Andrew Barry signed him those D tackles. He didn't sign those D tackles. Right. I don't yeah. think anyone in their right mind would sign those D tackles. <laughs> um, the, the thing that kind of pointed like last week kind of stuck out to me was the, the, um, the blitz or the, it wasn't even a blitz. It was, it was miles Garrett um, pass rushing from the middle. That was like the yeah. first time I've ever seen it. Like in a, it's least, happened a couple times this season, but, but not like as not as much like, as you'd like to see it, right? And that's like kind he of absolutely situation. destroyed a center. Yeah, and it was like, uh, like you noticed it right ahead. Like he, he was stand, he stood up, he was standing up, and he and he just was like he he got through the line so easily, and you're like thinking like, why aren't I we don't doing ever this remember stuff? like why why is this. Why is this a new thing? Why, why am I seeing this for the first time? Like, and that's some of the things. Like, what you never do? Saw, right, you never saw the creativity of the defense. Like, you never see any like exotic blitzes, especially when like when when Clowney was out and, and you needed help with Miles. Like, you never saw any like kind of exotic blitzes or disguising the defense, disguising the coverages was one of the big things like opposing offenses would say post game that it wasn't hard to figure out what they were doing like yeah like that I was think kind of the big thing the 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 main thing that we kind of we were harping on this early in the season yeah. um but like one of the main things that we wanted to see was defensive creativity right and they only brought it out a few times Right, and that's right. why they're like, what? What's what is the defensive coordinator doing if you're not doing creative things to stop the offense? Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. Like, what? what is your job? Like, what are you doing here? You're just putting the guys out there. <laughs> like, what exactly is it that you do? <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And, and as we talked about it, it just, it, it just seemed like a defense that the players weren't comfortable with. Um, there have been remarks all season where it, it took way too long for guys to kind of say, hey, I think we're finally getting into the mode or <laughs> getting into comfortable yeah, when, when like, guys aren't comfortable until like week eight, right? You've done something wrong, right? And that and like, and that was the problem. Like the every year, like they started off crappy every year. Like <laughs> these first few games matter. Like you can't you can't just start off crappy every year and and then work into it. Like that's not this is the NFL. You can't just kind of work into things. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah. So. Uh, it looks like Joe Woods is uh, out the door. Um, Mike Prefer, I, I don't know. His his unit has been playing better, which is interesting. Um, it's still kind of – I still question uh, his handling of Cade York. Um, it seems like he – it seems like he's been. I don't. I don't struggling. know what he's done in the second half. I mean, if he's right. been coaching him, then he's been doing well because right. Kate York's yeah. been not as much of a problem. Yeah. Aside aside from, I mean, the game against uh, at the end of the game against um, Baltimore, right? Th- there was some weather in that one, and right. if you if you're if you're missing as many field goals as Justin Tucker, then right. Eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know what what's gonna happen with Mike Reefer. Um It just seems like uh, Browns special teams coaches have just been Teflon. It doesn't. Yeah, matter. I mean, what special knows? teams coaches are hard to fire because if you get a good one, and that's what we thought we were getting when we brought in Mike Reefer, like, is the grass always greener? No. Yeah. Um, I think you're gonna see obviously defensive turnover. I think you're going to see some offensive turnover. Right. I would say the chances that we see a new special teams coach are probably less than 50%. I would I wouldn't so. be surprised yeah. if we bring in a kind of kicking specialist or Somebody, we just hire yeah. Phil Dawson. I, I I don't know. That would be nice. I would <laughs> There there's no yeah, one that knows the wind in that stadium better than him. Cleveland. Right. Kicking Cleveland, you might as well get an expert. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's gonna be an interesting off season. Uh, yeah, it's not gonna be like a normal. Uh, no, because you're, you're just you're not like contrary to what everyone thinks. This team isn't like twelve players away. No, there may be five and some better coaches, and better coaches are willing to come to a good roster. Like yeah. this team isn't that far off. Um, no. I mean, no, if you look at it, it, like even if you go and you you keep all the games the same, but you don't blow the Jets game, and Cade York makes the field goal against the Chargers, you're ten and five right now, or ten and six. Yep. Like you're ten and yep. six, and you're in, or no, you're nine and six, and you're probably you're a win away from the playoffs with a backup quarterback for the entire season and Joe Woods coaching the defense. Like yeah. you're not that far off. Right. Yeah. 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 So like the the people that are advocating for a total blow up, like when has that worked for us in the last 23 years? When has that worked for us? Right. I think it it seemed like it kind of quieted a little bit over the past couple games because they won. Yeah. They Um, won one of them. I mean, not, not showing that you're not quitting on the head coach in a week 17 game that doesn't matter is usually a big, big step yes. towards, huh, 
maybe we shouldn't fire this guy. Right, exactly, yeah. Now, had had the offense been as bad in the second half as they were in the first half and they still won the game, you still might be hearing that right now. But the fact that the offense was able to go and score on three straight drives in, in that second half made a big difference, I think, in the discourse this week. Yep. Um, yep. And, you know, if they go and beat the Steelers, who, let's be honest, aren't that good. <laughs> I was, I was looking at, I was looking at their, you know, they've, they've won like five of six, right? Um, after losing, after losing to the Bengals on November 20th, 37 to 30, they have played Matt Ryan, Marcus Mariota, Tyler Huntley, Sam Darnold, Derek Carr at his last start for the, for the Raiders. Yeah. And Tyler Huntley. Good lord, that's called <laughs> no. that's called lucky lucky yeah, draw, no, there, man. No, no team they've played have scored more than seventeen points. <laughs> is some of that yeah. the defense? Maybe, but a lot of that is playing offenses that are just yeah. not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a good kind of change of pace here. Um, yeah, let's move to Pittsburgh and. Uh, Kind of take a look at them. Um, I just looking at the roster. It's just kind of, it's just another great kind of coaching job by one. Like you look at their offense, it's average. Not good. Yeah, no, yeah. No, like, again, they have good receivers, but not uh, not a quarterback that's consistent enough to get it to them. Right. Uh, he's Offensive gotten two game winning drives. Average. Yeah. At best. Najee Harris has looked a lot better the last couple of weeks, but yeah, Najee's probably there is is a is a is a good young guy too. Yeah, um, yeah. But they again, got they've the, gotten they got the they've gotten really guys. yeah. They, I mean, but it's hard to overlook their schedule as they've gone yeah. from three and what, what would it have been three and seven to eight and eight. Yeah, it's hard to overlook what their schedule has been. Um, Definitely, their <laughs> their quote unquote best win is probably. I mean, I don't know how much you can consider Baltimore a good win right now. Uh, their offense has been trash for the like the last two months. Well, since yeah. Lamar went out, their best win is probably in Carolina. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> which isn't saying a whole lot, right? Um, so there now, and and, uh, and and knowing people that went there, it was basically a home game for them anyway. Yeah, a lot um, of a lot of a lot of that is. Pittsburgh, when they're playing some crappy or not a very big football town, uh, or or a team in the South in general. Yes, yes. they get a lot of fans there. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and I'm looking at it and like their averages. I know, and that averages aren't necessarily the whole story, but statistically, they have a worse defense than the Browns by a few by two and a half yards. <laughs> So not much, now, but now we could say that without TJ Watt is obviously. Yeah, it's much different, that. much different yeah. without with TJ Watt out there. But um, they do stop the run well. They don't. They haven't stopped the pass very well. A lot of that is probably TJ Watt related. Um, yeah, they, yeah, because the without yeah they didn't have any pass rush pretty much without. Um, they have high yeah. Smith, which is he's like solid but like they have Hayward and that's about it like they yeah and and, <laughs> and for all of his faults stopping the run while he was here um god what, what, I'm drawing a blank on his name Ogunjobi uh, Ogunjobi he, he yeah. is a decent pass rusher as a defensive tackle yeah yeah so like they still have some pass rush um but I would it's say that good. the Browns offensive line is probably in better shape than the Ravens offensive line right now uh, in terms yeah. of health, I think Ronnie Stanley was out of the game on on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, but th- th- this should be like <clears throat> if you if you took the team the team names away and said this team is on the road facing this team, and yeah. the the other team is one game better than the team on the road, you'd say that. The team on the road probably has a good chance to win, yeah. but then when you, you throw the team names back on it, when you throw the team names back on it, you're like, ah, 
Uh, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, that, yes. Um, yeah. It's uh, and then we're, uh, the last thing, kind of talking about the Pittsburgh. Uh, they're still. They're still alive. They're alive. Yes, mathematically I mean, alive. And they they're not only not only are they mathematically alive. They need to win. They obviously need to win. But the things that they need to happen to boost their to boost them in is going to be during that time. Aren't right? impossible. They're not impossible. I think they need the the uh, they need the Jets to lose, and the Jets are starting a CFL quarterback. And they need I forget if they need the Dolphins or the Patriots to lose. Yeah. Um, they need one of the other AFC East teams the, I, to lose. Yeah. Um, and and the thing is, is that they're going to be alive while they're playing, because I think all the games are during that time slot at one o'clock. So motivation is going to be is going to be might be a key. Uh, yeah, be, like how how much do the Browns actually want to be there? Yeah, because we know what Pittsburgh needs, and we know Pittsburgh's still alive. Like, are the Browns? Do they want to be the spoiler like they were last week? Um, they look really good doing that. Yeah. Um, obviously, they played Carson Wentz. That helps. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, that's going to be kind of a, a factor in that. Um, and I, it's it's. I mean, gonna, we saw we saw the Browns come out and play motivated last week. Right. We saw the Browns come out and play motivated against. Granted, it was the Bengals' backups last year in Week 18. Yeah. We saw them come out and play. They won the game. Um, so I don't think it's a matter of this team giving up on Stefanski at this point. Um, the defense might have given up on Joe Woods, but they're still going out there and playing for themselves like they have been for most of the second half of the season. As, as, like, as we've said a few times, all the defensive plays are individual efforts more than they are scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, this isn't, this isn't a typical Browns going into Pittsburgh in the final week of the regular season kind of game. Like the Browns are probably the better team, <laughs> but the other team just... somehow is playing for something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's pretty much the Cleveland Browns season this year. Yeah, I mean that's just kind of the the mojo between the Browns and the Steelers. Like the Steelers can have an argue like a decidedly worse season and still be alive in week 18 when the Browns are not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now there are some people that are saying why, like, wouldn't we rather have the fourth place schedule next year? Um, no, not really. <laughs> I don't really want to have to go to Denver if I don't have to, because I, I imagine they're going to figure their shit out and they're not going to be as bad next year. And that defense is really good. Still that defense isn't going anywhere. It's whether or not they can figure out how to use their offense. Um, so I'd rather not go to Denver if I don't have to. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to finish behind the Steelers in the standings. I mean, is the Browns no. shouldn't want to finish behind the Steelers in the standings. And it'd be nice to give Tomlin his first under 500 season. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be a nice little kind of <laughs> a nice little, uh, nice little cherry on the, on the, the shit show that was our season. And once again, it's another it's another chance for uh, Deshaun Watson to kind of get going. Um, yeah, I would all, say that it's all get going in the second half, and let's see if we can get a, a two a, like a full game of it. No, um, no, no real offense to the people of Cincinnati, but if they had truth serum, they would agree to it too. This is going to be his most hostile road game that he's going to face this year. Um, Cincinnati won't have anything on a playoff hungry Pittsburgh fan base. Yeah. Uh, the things Deshaun Watson is going to hear on Sunday are probably shouldn't be even repeated on HBO. <laughs> God. Um, yeah. So that's a, that is a, that is a good point. Yeah. You know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a hostile environment. Um, yeah. I, I mean, amped up for the playoff, trying to get in the playoffs here. It's yeah. Yeah. Good point. It's it's not a it's not a game that's going to be easy, but they have the pieces to do it. Yep, yep. That is thick. <laughs> we well, <laughs> we I think we say that every day. Every game, they have the pieces yeah. to do it. It's a matter of uh, actually doing it. Um. So yeah, uh, 
keys to the game is kind of, <laughs> for me, motivation. Um, second half Deshaun Watson and uh, don't do stupid stuff that you usually do against Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't get kicked in the face by a punt returner. Yes. Don't. Um, what, what are some other bad things that happened? As a coaching staff, don't send your concussed quarterback out there to try and leave a game-winning drive. Um, don't kick a field goal into the open end of the stadium. Um, yeah. Don't step on a terrible towel. That seems to bring on bad luck. Oh, yeah. For some reason. Ask the Bengals. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Be the better football team. <laughs> like That's you know you are. Right. Be play to your talent level would be the nice thing. Play yeah, I mean that would be a good. Level. In general, I think people would feel a lot better going into the off season with a meaningless win over the Pittsburgh Steelers to knock them out of the playoffs than they would a loss. People say that it doesn't matter right now, but the discourse for the next couple of weeks would feel so much better if the Steelers are sitting home with you. Yep. 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 <laughs> Definitely true. Yeah. Uh, okay, Doke. Let's get to our picks of last week and then our, our final 10. I did 10 this week to make it a nice round number. Trying, um, trying, to, uh, <laughs> trying to make up the gap. <laughs> <laughs> I made it a round number, but yes, uh, that would be, it could be helpful. <laughs> Uh, so last week you were five and four. I was four and five. Um, you were correct on the Browns plus two and a half. Um, they're plus 14. <laughs> uh, I was correct on the over under of uh, 40 and a half. We, they scored 34. Um, I was correct on Deshaun Watson. He was under uh, 245 and a half. Uh, he was at 200 for total yards. Taylor, you were correct on 81 and a half rushing yards. Uh, for Nick Chubb, uh, he had 104. Um, we were both correct on Brian Robertson, Robinson, uh, over 64 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I'll keep going. Uh, we'll get we'll get Taylor back here. I think he lost connection. Uh, but we were both correct on that. There, and he's back. Oh, oh, I'm back. Okay, I thought I lost and, you, and I thought I was gonna have to carry it again. Okay, <laughs> and we're back. Okay. Um, so yeah, Brian Robinson, he had 87. So that was, uh, I think we talked about it. That was like the easiest one. We we're going to, yeah, pick. that was an easy one. That was, <laughs> that was way too low of a number. Uh, the Kevin's private one was, uh, Terry McLa- uh, McLaren, uh, was 61 and a half receiving yards. He was not even close. He had 25 and you were right on that one. No, Logan Thomas led. And I, I think yeah. my prediction was that Dotson would have more yards. And I think he did by four. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> None of the yeah, it was uh, Logan Thomas. I think he had like fifty something. Yeah, he, he, he didn't went, even have sixty one. Oh, losing him again. Uh, oh, ever oh, back, <laughs> ever back. <laughs> uh, okay, so most receiving yards for the Browns, uh, it was Cooper and Taylor. You had that correct. Um, who had the most sacks? And three actually, receptions. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, yeah, three big receptions. Yes. Yeah. Um, who gets the most sacks? It was Washington, uh, five to three. Uh, I was correct on that, and then we were both wrong. We both picked Washington uh, in round one. <laughs> we were both down pretty bad last week. Yeah, <laughs> Carson Wentz to beat us. <laughs> right. I know. I know. Each, each week. It changes every week. Are we up or down on them? (laughs) Um, Okay, so I am uh, now 54 and 56, and you are 61 and 49. So I am down six to see if. So so I need to go three and seven, and you need to go seven and three. Yes. So let's see if I can do it. Probably not. Don't hold your breath. You you need to get eight (laughs) wins, and I have two wins to win. Or I can just go perfect. Let's just do it. I'm going perfect this week. Betting is alive now, and we can go perfect. So, um, now, money, now it just means more. Now it matters. <laughs> uh, okay, so the Browns are now plus three uh, to enter the week. 
according to most books. Uh, I'm going to go Browns. Uh, I don't know. What, where, what are you going with? I'm, I'm going to go Browns as well. Yeah, uh, unlike last so. week where I picked them to lose, I'm going to, uh, I mean, I'll spoil it now. I'm, I'm going to pick them to win. <laughs> I had them, I picked them to cover two and a half last week and still picked them to lose. <laughs> but yeah. I think, I think ultimately they'll probably win this week. Okay. Yeah. I got Browns too. It's, uh, I, I think we're both on the Browns train this week, but um, over under 40 and a half points. Um, they've been under way under the last couple weeks, but yeah, two weeks ago even... that that's expected last week. I think it was unexpected. The, the, the commanders just couldn't figure out a way to score. if It was right in front of them. Of course it was. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but the offense did wake up in the second half. So it's, yeah, this is, I think this is a lot I think, tougher. I think, I think I'm going to go over, um, gonna go over? I wouldn't expect it to be over by much if it is. Okay, um, I'm gonna go under just to start being different here. <laughs> um, but I also think uh, they they've been the Browns games has not been scored much. <laughs> yeah, like it's been it's been uh, I think the under has hit quite uh, kind of almost every week in the past couple weeks seems like. So uh, I'll go under. Uh, I think it'll be a lot closer. Uh, I think it might be like 39, 38. Like it, it could be really close to it. Um, yeah. But one of those things, it, it's just like Pittsburgh kind of had a crappy offense too. So it's um, it's going to be another week. I think the defense is plays better than, well, the score represent um, the Browns will hold, the defense will hold uh, them from scoring again because they're playing a crappy offense. So yeah, uh, I'll go with that's the um, hope anyway. Yeah, that's the hope. Uh, over under Deshaun Watson total yards two hundred and ten. Well, as long as he doesn't lay a complete egg in the first half, he he should top that. So I'm gonna go over. Okay. History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy and riddled with controversies big and small. On Conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. Conflicted, a history podcast, is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. Um, let's see. Don't want to agree with you on all of them, but uh, this <laughs> one, man, this, this is going to be a good one. Um, I'm going to go under just to be different again. Um, but uh, it, it's another. I think um, I think it'll be more spread out, um, sort of like last week. Um, and, and they do have a good defense, so it's going to be a solid defense, we'll say, <laughs> um, especially with uh, TJ Watt back. So I'm going to go under, barely. I, I think he'll get 200 or something like that. But um, it just doesn't seem like they're running him. As much, so I think it, it's gonna be it's gonna be have to be something where he's gonna have to pass for two hundred yards. But um, yeah, it could. I think I, I say under, but uh, we'll see. Um, Eighty-one and a half rushing yards for Nicholas Chubb. Um, I had to pull up his stats just to kind of see what he's done against the Steelers lately. Huh? Um. He did go for 113 in their, their game earlier this season. 
that was without Watt. Um, I think the Steelers still gave up a bunch of yards to the Ravens last week, despite putting six dudes on the line of scrimmage for most of the game. Yeah. Um, I mean, granted, the Ravens are going to do what the Ravens do. They, they still gave up 4.3 yards of carry with five or six guys on the line of scrimmage. So I want to say over, but I don't think it'll be by a lot. Um, I, I don't see this as a game where Chubb gets to 100. If it is, then they'll win by probably eight or nine points. <laughs> yeah, Just like they did the first time. So are you are you going over? Yeah, I'll or, go over. Okay. I, I'm going to go over too. I th- uh, let's see. You know what? I'm going to go under. Screw it. Screw it. We're going for a win. <laughs> I think he'll get eighty. <laughs> or no, he'll get eighty-one. <laughs> I'll win by half a point. Nice. Um, yeah. So I'll go under. Um, maybe I, I, it could be another week where we might see a little bit more of, uh, um, can't think of his name right now. Ford, <laughs> Jerome Ford. Um, yeah. I, I got to wonder what, what's going to be left in the tank as far as giving Kareem Hunt carries. Yeah. I, I would, I would, I'm hoping that they kind of just shut the door and say, Hey, it's great. It's great. We had you in the past couple of years, but Time to move on and let's try this young guy. And because uh, we it, past couple of weeks, it's just been it's been hard to watch Kareem Hunt. Like yeah, like I, for just for rooting for him the past few so many years, it's just been like he is a he's a shell of himself right now. Um, yeah, and, and he's not he's not producing at all. So uh, it would be nice to see the young guy step up and get score carry. So I'll say I'll say Jerome. Um, kind of, kind of shows more, uh, gets more run and uh, takes some of the yards from Chubb. So I'll go under. Uh, next one over under Najee Harris, uh, seventy four and a half rushing yards. He only averages fifty something, I think. 50. Yeah, I'm looking at his stats now. Um, he's had five games this year over that mark. Um, they've all come since November thirteenth. Um, he only had 56 against the Browns the first time. So, and that, but that was with, that was the game Anthony Walker got hurt. I don't remember when he got hurt. I think it was before halftime, wasn't it? Um, I don't remember when he went down, but, um, I think it was, I, I don't have any faith that this defense is going to stop the run. So over, <laughs> even though it feels like the worst bet because he doesn't go over very much. And I will take under. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I think they'll have to pass more. I, I think they're going to get behind early. I, I just kind of think that. Um, That'd be the hope. And contrary, contrary to the rest of their defense or rest of their coaching staff, uh, their offense coordinator is god Really bad. god awful. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah, we Bra- uh, Browns fans are critical of Stefanski, but my God, Stefanski <laughs> watch makes, Matt Canada. Yeah, <laughs> Stefanski make, is is like a god next to Matt Canada. Like he is <laughs> god awful. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I think they're I think they're uh, he'll be under. Um, not due to kind of the defense, but more to kind of the offense playing complimentary football. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Um, next one is most receiving yards for the Browns. Cooper, DPJ, Njoku, or the field? Um, let's see. Looking at their stats from last time when Brissett was the quarterback in nice weather. I don't know what the weather in Pittsburgh is this week, but I'm, I'm not going to put enough effort into looking it up. Um, I'm going to go Cooper just to tell you. <laughs> yeah, Cooper was 7 for 101 in a touchdown against the Steelers last time. Um, I was going to say it felt like a DPJ game, but I'm looking at it, and he had 1 for 10 last time they played the Steelers. He so, could be motivated to get to 1,000 yards, though. Who knows? How, how close is he? 
I think he's a little bit over 100, I think, maybe. Uh, he would need 203. Oh, okay, never mind. Well, <laughs> He would need one of the greatest receiving well, games in the history of the league. Well, that's some Josh Gordon numbers. <laughs> I'm going to go Njoku. Njoku? Uh, okay. Who has not been playing well lately, so it would be nice to see him kind of finish on a good on a good note. Yeah. Yeah, would, yeah That's I agree with that. Uh, okay, Njoku, and I'll go with Cooper. Uh, okay, and then we're doing the most receiving yards for the uh, Steelers. Uh, Deontay Johnson, Pat uh, Fairmuth, uh, George Pickens, or Field. It's kind of interesting. They're 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 very close. Like they don't have like a like Deontay Johnson talent wise. I think would be considered the best. But then George Pickens has kind of came on the on the. Yeah, the, it seems like George Pickens well. and Kenny Pickett have a pretty good like thing going yeah. on. Um, and then and then you have the Browns versus the tight ends. So. Put yeah, which <laughs> weirdly enough has been better this year. It has, yeah. It's I not been a total dumpster yeah. fire, which I guess is better. Hey, they shut down fire. Andrews. They shut yeah. down Mark Andrews. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think my pick is going to be Deontay Johnson. Um, he had a good game against the Browns the last time. Um, I think they'll probably dedicate Ward to Pickens. Probably because Pickens okay. has been so good lately. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I don't even know if he didn't feel like he even played last week, given <laughs> what what they what they were doing. But right, um, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go. Um, Johnson. I'll go Pickens then. I'll go Pickens. Uh, he's hot right now, and uh, as you said, I th- it seems like uh, Pickens, Pickett likes uh, him. Pick, yeah, pick. I was gonna say Pickens though, but Pickett is uh, uh, familiar, is uh, comfortable with uh, Pickens. So, um, okay, next one is most sacks: Browns or Steelers? Uh, Steelers. It. It. I mean, there's obviously been a lot of games in the past where the Browns have like completely shredded the Steelers' offensive line, but I think the Steelers' offensive line is in better shape than some of the other ones we've seen in the past. So Yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Steelers on this one. Okay. Uh I'll go Browns. I, I I'm looking I looked at P, uh PFF's kind of grading of their 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 weakest points are their tackles. So that's a very good uh sign for um uh, for Miles Garrett and and Jadavion Clowney, maybe Jadavion will be motivated to show off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to show show Joe Woods what he what he's messing with. Um, so I'll, I'll go with Browns. Um, Quick I, aside: I, those comments were the least Brown like, like least this era of Browns things to come out of that organization <laughs> that I've seen in a while. Like yeah. this era has been very tight lipped about everything. That's and those true. comments were just like you got Davian Clowney drunk in a bar, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It, it was it's weird. It just it like came out like hours ago, like just a couple hours. Yeah. Ago. It was weird timing. It was, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, I'll go. I'll go Browns. You go Steelers. Um, it, just going based on history, uh, the Steelers have won that matchup i think a lot of the times because of tj watt so um but he i, I don't think he's really 100 percent. it seems like so it'll be it'll be a close matchup there um that's why i picked that one it was a that was a there's what two of the probably the two top three <laughs> edge yeah. rushers in the league so yeah that's gonna be a fun matchup to watch uh next one is who wins the turnover battle so who um who turns? Who who has the most turnovers? Uh, Browns or Steelers? Um. So not who forces it, but who actually turns the ball over. More. I think the Steelers do. I, I don't think this is going to be a turnover-heavy game by any means, but I think the Steelers do. I, uh, Kenny Pickett is due. Wait, uh, let me let me something. let me just uh, before you, so you can have a chance to even say this um, or tie. I'll say that. So there's no, there's no uh, tie there. So Browns, Steelers, or tie? Do you want to go with? It? I'll go. I'll go Steelers still. 
Steelers still? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll go with Ty. <laughs> uh, and then you're going with Steelers. Yeah. Uh, Pickens. Or Pickens. Pick. <laughs> that's going to be so hard to talk about. Yeah, that's annoying. The Steelers annoying. are going to be so hard to talk about. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, the young quarterback's going to be – it's going to be tough. He, he can he can definitely turn the ball over. Um, Browns have been actually kind of – the defense has actually turned the ball turned, – turned teams over lately. Yeah, which they could have fun. used earlier in the season. Right. God, it, what, it took so many weeks to get a turnover, it seemed like, in those first couple games. Um, okay, so – Nothing went right over. until everything was done. Right, until it didn't matter. Um, okay, last one. Final score prediction of our season finale. What you got? Um, I got to get over 40 and a half. So let me go. I think the uh, – I'll go 27-17 Browns. 27, 17. So that would be what, 44? Yep. 44. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Browns, as uh, we were saying earlier. As we've already said. All right. <laughs> I will go 27 to, no, wait. 20. What did they score last week? 24, right? 24. So I'll go 27. Uh, 27-13. Got to keep it under. Got to get that under there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, One field goal for the Browns, uh, three touchdowns, and then uh, we'll say two field goals and a touchdown. So they will have three scoring drives, Pittsburgh. But um, the Browns will – which they've been playing better at, kind of holding teams to field goals uh, yeah. lately. So I think that trend continues, especially against this uh, shitty offense. <laughs> I, 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 just ho- I just hope that it's like a comfortable 27-13 and we don't get halfway through the third quarter with the Browns down right. or tied at 13. Yeah, it would be nice if they like started the game with like they did in the second half. Yeah, remember, remember, remember when we were remember when we were mocking them for nuts for always scoring on the first drive and then it not mattering. Right. Yeah, where, I miss where, that. Where, I miss those days. What happened to the fancy <laughs> script magic, man? <laughs> we haven't seen that in. Ooh, has it? Do, has Watson scored? I don't, I don't no, think so, right? I don't think they've scored in a first possession. Yeah, it's with him been, in uh, since Brissett. Wow, I think I would think it was Brissett's Tampa Bay. The Tampa game, scored, yeah, yeah, the Tampa game. the first game, the first. Wow, that's that's crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Browns twenty-seven thirteen for Taylor, and Browns twenty-seven. Oh wait, I have that. I had twenty-seven seventeen. You had twenty-seven thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Taylor had twenty-seven seventeen. I had twenty-seven thirteen Browns. So we're both on the same page on uh, who's winning. general general feel of the game. General, yes. Um, we just we just need something different out of it for picks, right? Yes, <laughs> and that'll be. I think both scores will be. It would be a nice kind of fitting, uh, not fitting in, but nice end to the season to kind of get some good mojo going in the off season. Um, yeah, I know I mean, any win would be good, yeah. but. A nice, comfortable win would definitely yeah. feel a lot. Better. And a high, a high scoring output by the offense would be nice too. Uh, just get that, get that unit going. Um, yeah. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, no. Just cool. Hopefully they win. <laughs> yes. Hopefully they win. Give us, give us one more smile for the end of the, for the end of the season. Yeah, <laughs> please. Uh, and then the uh, then you can make over your defense in the next couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, be be so. be an attractive destination for a coach. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 
Well, thanks for joining everybody. Uh, this is the last preview show of the 2022-23 season. Uh, appreciate everybody uh, tuning in every week. It's been a fun. Uh, we'll be back after the game uh, to wrap things up, uh, talk about the game and uh, everything else about this season. So, uh, and we'll be around when big news happens because it yes. definitely will. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so thanks for joining us. This is uh, WFMY Brownscast, uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and we'll be back after the game. Uh, thanks for joining us, and now uh, go Browns. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.